Welcome back to Her Fantasy Football Podcast, where you can get all your fantasy football needs from three sisters who love to please. Make sure to check us out for our rankings and blog at HerFantasyFootball.com. And after you do that, you can hop over to iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and subscribe to our show. We also love to contact with you at Twitter at HerFantasyFB and on Facebook at Facebook backslash HerFantasyFootball. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. And I had a little bit of a sexy voice going on in that intro this week, didn't I? I think I got excited about that line <laughs> about how we like to please, and then I really started please. rolling into it. You've been totally inappropriate. Completely, completely inappropriate. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, for the next four shows, we will be releasing a new show for every week. This week is on quarterbacks. Next week will be running backs. The week after that will be wide receivers. And then we have a little bit of a combo show, if you will say, the tight ends, kickers, and defenses. So it'll be a really exciting next four weeks. I hope you guys tune into all of our shows. But let's get talking about some quarterbacks here, people. Who are you, when are you guys lady, ladies drafting a quarterback? Excuse me. Please me. <laughs> I said, excuse me, not please me. Oh, oh it's, it's not, yeah, it sounded like please me. Oh and I was God, like, are we still under the whole weird sexy it. intro? Oh, man. Is that, is that a theme? Or? I don't know. I think you okay. did say please me. Oh, my gosh. How embarrassing. Well, I will please Thank you. Thank you. And I will tell you that you don't need to take one early. There you go. So there that's, you go. It's pleasurable. It's nice. Uh, <laughs> no, I think, um, you know, everyone is suggesting to take a quarterback really late, all the other fantasy football podcasts and websites and what have you. I've done a couple mock drafts with some, you know, expert leagues and what have you. And, uh, yeah, no one's taking quarterbacks early at all. So that's, that's great news. And, and so just to let you know, at, at the same time, there there is an elite tier, right? There, there's yeah. Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, and Aaron Rodgers. So once the elite running backs are gone, which I consider Jamal Charles, LaShawn McCoy, Matt Forte, and Adrian Peterson, they're the t- by far the top four. There's just no – like it's a pretty big drop-off under there where you're like, well, yeah, I think he's the right guy, but, you know, eh. um, So I'd take those four first. And then I'd go into the top tier of wide receivers, which is larger. So for me, that's Calvin Johnson, Demarius Thomas, A.J. Green, Brandon Marshall, Des Bryant, Jordy Nelson, and Antonio Brown. And I'd, I'd take them in that order. And then Jimmy Graham. I'm not even going to say top tier tight ends because that's been resolved. <laughs> I feel like Jimmy Graham's the um, only one even considered at the tight end position. He's his own tier. He's his own You're tier. Welcome. He's his own tier. <laughs> but is. then, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> if Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, and Aaron Rodgers are available, take them. Don't be afraid to take them because you should wait on quarterbacks. That would be my only big tip here is like they are still the elite guys. So take them. Take them over someone that you're like, I think Giovanni Bernard, this is his year. I think so, too. I agree. But I know Peyton Manning is going to score points if he's on the field. His year is still way worse than Peyton Manning's year. Right. And (laughs) and I know for sure. Like, your first two rounds should be for sure guys, not I think this is his year guys. 
So I, I just want to like kind of like put a PSA like announcement out there. Like they're still elite. Take them early. Um, but you know, if you don't get them, then you can wait until like the sixth or seventh round. That's where I got Nick Foles in this like you know draft that I did with the FantasyCouncil.com. At the end of the sixth round, I got Nick Foles. Yeah, I have no problems with that. Yeah, nope. none. Well, I would so, say yeah. There's like good uh, five or six quarterbacks that really fall into that you can wait on category, which makes it a win-win situation for you. That okay, if, if Newton gets picked up, um, you know, and Luck gets picked up, well, then you know you still have two, three other guys that you can still go for. So, um, absolutely, you can probably fourth through sixth round, you could get Matt Stafford, yeah. Andrew Luck. Nick Foles, Matt Ryan, who I think is poised for a big comeback here, and not, and that's not a fly-by-night thing. He literally had no players on the team last year. Last year. So he, you can get him late. There's just no reason to push it. So that's kind of nice. It is nice. It's kind of nice. It is kind of nice. It pleases me. Mm. Mm. It's like a planned C-section, you yeah. know? You just go in there, and you're like, hey, you know, I don't have to push this baby out. It's perfect. You can wait. You can just wait. It's just so like the that. woman who didn't have a C-section. Yeah. yeah. And who induced. It's very similar. Very similar. Just, you know. Yeah. No problem. You know. Women know. <laughs> well, I'm with you, Brian. I think you can absolutely wait on a quarterback. Um, if you look at the top 20 scores overall for all of last season, almost all of them are quarterbacks. So if you don't get a top quarterback, you don't really need to worry because you aren't really actually losing out on all that many points. Like we did say that, you know, obviously there's a top tier of Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. Yeah, they scored a heck of a lot more points than the guy that's coming in at 15. But for the guys after that top tier, there's not that much of a point differentiation at all, really. You know, and so, like you know, what Brandon is stressing is, you know... Exactly that. It doesn't matter if, you know, people start the draft with a quarterback in the first round, you know, and you jump, don't just jump on the bandwagon, you know, and people tend to do that. Like somebody starts, you know, people start picking quarterback, 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 like, oh, I need a quarterback. I need one. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. You know, um, you can wait on it. Um, You know, like you said, Nick Foles, get that the fourth or sixth round. You should feel really good about that. And, you know, the, the more issue is that instead of you want to pick up a running back because those are actually have a much larger discrepancy between that top tier and not than the quarterbacks, you know. Somebody Absolutely. clearly agrees me with a siren going yeah. out there. They're like, wait, wait, wait on the quarterback. Don't yeah. do it. That's um, someone rescuing someone reaching on Cam Newton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Don't I mean, so you, do it. <laughs> when I looked at the numbers, it, the difference between the fifth best quarterback and the 15th best quarterback last year was only 40 points. That's it. Yeah, but the difference right. between the fifth best running back and the 15th was over 70 points much much larger spread so i mean you're gonna be tempted but just take a breath wait you're gonna be fine just just don't that's my big thing especially if you're new to the draft is you're gonna be very very tempted to just pick the positions that everybody else is picking and don't do that and actually i forgot to say also um on on the no no rushing don't rush but also don't over listen to what's coming out of camp yeah like 
and I'm going to say this in probably all the shows, but, you know, listen, people are all down on Nick Foles, like, specifically. We keep bringing him up, mostly because people bring him up as, like, you know, oh, he's fool's gold. He's, like, oh, there's no way. And I'm, like, mm, unless something crazy happens. Okay, so he had two interceptions all year. Let's say he quadruples that. He still has less interceptions than everyone else in the league. I mean, I, I just, and I'm not saying that he's going to have that kind of year again. I, I, I'm, I'm not. But I, I think that it's a Chip Kelly offense. If you believe in the Chip Kelly offense and if you think these things are going to happen, well, someone's running that offense, and his name is Nick Foles. Yes. And if, unless you think Mark Sanchez has become a different person, there's no one else to play that role. So... <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, I don't understand the controversy. I'm not saying he's elite. He's not Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, or Aaron Rodgers. But he's definitely a top ten guy, and you should feel confident. So don't listen to these crazy people. Crazy. Moral like of the story. Crazy. Wait. I feel good about that rant, Brandon. I feel pretty good yeah. about it. I like we're only a few minutes into him. the show, and we already have a rant going. <laughs> Well, this Excellent. will be a good one because this Excellent. is your moment to have a rant. This is about, you know, getting <sighs> personal with our players. Brandon and her husband came to Denver last month and we're sitting down having a nice little dinner, just chatting <laughs> about, you know, a little fantasy football because that's what we do. And all of a sudden, Ashley and my husband, like, s- steam is like. <sighs> Coming out of there, yeah, it's bananas um, about who's better, Colin Kaepernick or Alex Smith. Now, this has been, this is a month ago now, we are still getting chain text messages about Yeah, he sent me one today. (laughs) Alex has more of this, well, Kaepernick has way more of this, and blah, 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 which I just love. I thought it was crazy talk from from both sides camps so i i really enjoy it but this brings me to the point who are you emotionally attached to or not attached to when it comes to quarterbacks in your fantasy leagues you know it'd be a lot more fun if you had like a rational argument (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding tim not really kind of um it's funny because he had just sent me one today and Today? Today. He's, and he's like, hey, I just thought you might be interested that ESPN posted their uh, 2014 quarterback predictions, winky face. And I, and I tried to open it, and I couldn't get it open at work. And I'm like, pretty sure this could tell me they think Kaepernick's going to do better than Alex Smith, because everyone thinks that. <laughs> he's like, they have Manziel above Alex Ugh. Smith. <laughs> of course they do. Of course they do. I, mean, I didn't even rank Johnny Manziel. You what? You didn't even rank him? I didn't. I didn't even rank him. I ranked Brian Hoyer because he is the starter. He's and the starter. His contract, and I'm just, I'm not even going to jump on that wagon right now because I would never suggest drafting him. I guess, see, there's an emotional pick by all of us. <laughs> We're not even going to acknowledge him. But he's him. not the starter. And I don't rank any of the other backups. Well, you better start ranking Sanchez, apparently. It is I guess, June. Because I, Nick it Falls is, is July fool's 1st, gold. I should say. It's not, you know, it's not necessarily time to start naming starters quite yet so they have time to change their mind about the browns Manziel. did but yeah the browns but. were adamant that hoyer <laughs> yeah. is our starter i mean there was like no ifs ands or buts yeah. about it it was like back at the f up manzel be a backup that's your job and hoyer's our man there was like no confusion <laughs> well and he's now partying with justin bieber oh my so gosh. it is I have just they they have pictures together it's cute. did you see his did you see his crotch shot selfie by the way, no. It's like I can't right. See it's like, like right that. above, like 
where it gets dirty, if you will. Oh my gosh. And it's like, and it's like him looking down at the camera, but the camera is like taking a picture basically of like just before it gets like X-rated and then like his whole torso up into his face. Ew. So is it like a like from the penis's point of view? Up? It's yeah. It's like what my guy thinks. <laughs> what 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 my little guy sees. <gasps> what my that's what it should have been titled. Oh, I love yeah. it. That's too mm-hmm. bad. Oh, it's no. so good. Well, Thank God for Manzel. We'll have something to talk well, about. That's Manzel's boy. Yeah. But until fantasy actually <laughs> starts, we'll have something to talk about with Manzel for sure. <laughs> Uh, He's the player version of Jerry Jones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gift. Exactly. The gift that just keeps on giving. It's just so cute. It's ridiculous. Well, we'll get back to my rant, though. Rant. From my other rant rant I just had. um, (laughs) It's a ranty show. But I'll finish up with my point about Alex Smith. Is that Alex Smith did actually rank higher than Kaepernick for average points per game. Like, yes, fantasy points for a whole season. Kaepernick had more. But it's because he played a whole game more. And when you actually break it up by game, Alex Smith was the better start. So I don't understand where the argument is, but that's it. So for me, my emotional (laughs) thing is Alex Smith for that fact. Um, You know, is what it is. But okay. But here's the thing is that, you know, I get angry because people completely disregard Alex Smith as a viable option. Like we just said, the fact that you've got a backup being ranked higher than a starter is so disrespectful and absurd like why people don't even consider him as a viable option is beyond me he's not flashy you know is he exciting to watch no does he kiss his biceps like a douchebag hell no but he falls right into that cusp of starting (laughs) fantasy quarterback and people that don't you know draft him as a backup so i get why he's not flashy in a fantasy sense but you know people need to start actually look at him as an option and stop refusing to draft him makes no sense to me but you know, we're on the flip side. People will actually draft RG three all day long for no like statistical reason. Again, which makes no sense to me. But you know, you want him to do well. You want him to break off for a big run, a scoring touchdown, and it's possible. And that makes it really exciting to watch. That makes you want to draft him. So to me, that's like a complete emotional pick. But if you throw all those <laughs> sights aside, I mean, Carson Palmer and Ryan Tannehill scored more than RG three. Ryan Tannehill. I can't. I can't. I can't. I love it. It makes no sense. And that's after Tannehill got, like, sacked over 50 times. Right. Right. I know, but I guarantee you there's someone out there that will make a complete (laughs) argument why RG3 was such a better start than Ryan Tannehill or Carson Palmer. Because he's fun to watch. I get that. It's... It's, it's Carson it's, Palmer is, most of the time, isn't going to win you a game and he's not going to lose you a game. RG3 can ha- like single-handedly lose you a game. And I'm not talking about just for fantasy. All I'm talking about long. Washington, too. So, I mean, <laughs> it's just like, yeah. you know, that as you know, RG3, I, book, I agree, is a complete emotional pick. I will have to say, it's like having your best friend couple get a divorce and you have to choose sides when it comes to you, Ashley, and my husband with this Alex Smith and Kaepernick business. <laughs> like, I just, I'm so, I'm just torn both ways. I, ha- I mean, I agree, Kaepernick's a lot more fun to watch. Well, and it is his emotional pick. He loves Kaepernick. It's his man. That's what I'm saying. It's, it, that's, that's what the emotional pick right. is. That's what right. he's, yes. you know, same with RG3, they're fun to watch. That's why it's emotional yeah. versus logical. Right. I'm sure he's ro- rolling over right now knowing that you're comparing Kaepernick and he's- RG3, but 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now he's going to be saying text messages of those Don't forget stats, about Tannehill. I'm throwing him in the mix. You know, my emotional pick for quarterback, and it's always been, is Philip Rivers. Like, since the day I started fantasy football, that man has taken me for a ride. <laughs> and it's, I mean, every week somebody <laughs> will call me if I have him. Like, oh, man, that Rivers. He really screwed you over this week, or man, I bet you wish you had Rivers this week. You know, I, everybody knows that Rivers and I have a relationship. He's, he's that your boy. He is my boy. Even when I don't have him, I still cheer for him. You know, I really do enjoy <laughs> Philip Rivers. My crybaby Rivers the bolo is like my favorite, and so I love him. You know, he ended up sixth in the league last year, so it's not like you know he had that many bad games. So I'm into Philip Rivers again this year. You might be drafted, my friend, on the Seagulls team. So there it is. Which I would like to say that for years we've been playing fantasy football. <laughs> and Courtney's name, team name, is the Seagulls. But my husband and I, for whatever reason, thought it was the seagulls. <laughs> like, we thought you were making a reference to seagulls, but seagulls, like some maritime, you know, bird creature. And, and Chris, remember, like, what are the seagulls doing? Oh, my gosh. Which makes no anyway. sense, because Corn doesn't even like the seagulls. No. And I love Steven Seagal, which is why yeah, right. my name is the Seagulls. Up, don't you remember Courtney sneaking down when she was, like, eight turning a t- like HBO much, when she wasn't supposed to much like we're all asleep much to watch Steven that. Seagal yeah. no I will claim that I am the idiot here for sure because <laughs> not only that but her yeah. her picture for her avatar was of Steven, Steven Seagal, Seagal with a gun and, going like and I still didn't get it I was like gosh I just wonder how she came up with this thing <laughs> For years, I didn't know. And the worst part is Carson didn't either, and I blame him. Yeah. Wow. Because that's what you should do. Um, <laughs> I, anyway, the Seagulls. Um, well, I'm emotionally attached to Nick Foles, as we know, but since I've already covered him, I'm going to talk about Jay Cutler. I have an irrational fear of Jay Cutler because I'm a Broncos fan. And I, you guys all remember the South Park episode. Right, where one of, their, one of their best, one of the best was Stan meets Cutler at a party and goes up to him and says, "Nice to meet you. I mean, you kind of suck, but my dad says you might be good someday." Yeah. And Dad's that's got a lot what of potential. Like. The potential episode, you guys, Mister Potential, and so so here's my problem though. I do buy into Mark Trussman and that offense and the other players on the team. Therefore. I'm going to buy into Cutler, and I'm going to tell you to draft Cutler. But if I'm being honest with you, emotionally, I'm not quite sure I can draft Cutler. <laughs> but I think you will benefit from it. He's got everything and around him. I mean, like, how can he not be ev- good, you know? Because he's Jay Cutler. Because he's Jay Cutler. Which reminds because me of he- that South Park episode. You guys remember for Christmas, Dad bought all of us his rookie card. Yes. 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 We're like, why'd you buy us a we Jay have a Cutler rookie Jay Cutler card? Cutler t- yes. Because he too saw it. all the potential in him. So this is that moment Absolutely. where Dad said he had daughters because he used to collect baseball cards, and we've never done anything like that. I had and a Pedro Rodriguez card, some random thing like that. And like, hey, you guys want a Jay Cutler card, right? No, Dad. No, 
When have we ever collected <laughs> trading baseball or football cards? So, so good. Random. It's so good. It makes Carson laugh so hard that that's the only football card that we have we in ever our received. House and he's like, it's going to make you a lot of money someday, girls. It will. Make sure you take good care of us. <laughs> I remember right. that speech. Yep. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. So that's my emotional thing is, I mean, if it, so, so when you listen to these fantasy football podcasts, um, so I was like kind of trying to catch up, and I was like, what are other people saying? They're saying they're like, well, if you combined his and Josh McCowan's stats, they were the third best quarterback in the league last year. And I'm like, since when right. can we combine? Okay, but Josh McCowan isn't there anymore, and that's a different person. So right. and then the craziest thing is that the same people are like, well, but if you multiplied out uh, Nick Foles's uh, numbers for the sixteen games, he would be the number three quarterback. But that's fool's gold. Oh, so when the same guy is extended for sixteen games, mm. that's crazy. But combine two different guys, <laughs> no problem. So, I, I don't know. Anyway, I think he is going to have a great year. It's just a very emotional thing for me to suggest. But I'm suggesting it because Matt Forte is my boyfriend. I love That's it. True. So, at least you know why. Absolutely. I, I enjoy that. Everybody, draw Philip Rivers, too, because then we can sit there and cry together on Sundays. So, <laughs> but still and don't draft him. anyone I mentioned. And the, and the tie and, and the, the boat. What is it? Boat the bolo, bolo tie. Bolo tie. Bolo. Ugh. bolo. Doesn't get better. Tie. Doesn't get better. However, I would say, I just want to follow up on this. So the cool thing is that kind of in this weird Kellen Kaepernick, Jay Cutler, down to Rivers, Alex Smith, Carson Palmer, Josh McCowan, I think that if you don't get one of the top seven guys, right, This I think those are the two top tiers, stopping at Matt Ryan, really. Because I'm, I'm even going to put Cam Newton in the third tier, He's right there because Ooh, what? Yeah, Not he's me. number eight. Nope. Well, he's too up and down. He and he mm. and he hasn't played with any of his receivers. However, he is he is supposedly repairing right now. He's supposedly doing a great job with his rehab with his ankle surgery. But still, I think if you're gonna get someone like eight to fourteen, do back to back drafting. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would, I would say, okay, I'm going to take Jay Cutler, and on the way back up, I'll take Tony Romo. And then alternate you know, based like, on your matchup? And then, yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I would do for one of these guys is, is probably, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to get Philip Rivers, you know, or I'm going to get RG3, but then I'm also going to get Philip Rivers. I'm going to get Tony Romo and Alex Smith, which actually I won a championship with those two. Uh, I did that Cam last Newton year with Cam just, Newton and yeah. RG3, and well, that worked RG3 out was wonderful. Awful. But Cam Newton <laughs> has been in the top four fantasy quarterbacks in all four years he's played in the NFL. So I yeah, understand he yeah. doesn't have wide receivers, but he runs. He makes plays happen. He's very athletic, and he can, you know, make anybody look good. So I, I don't think Cam Newton's out of the second tier at all. I think Cam Newton's definitely in the second tier, and I think he's going to have a good season this year. So... But I can't handle this. I can't handle the emotional roller coaster that is drafting Cam Newton. For me, that's. I guess this is an emotion because we're talking about the emotional. I can't handle the the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, where I can get thirty points one week and five points another. They don't ever talk about that he's in the top four because he has amazing games where he blows people out. Yeah. Or he'll get you five points, and you're like, 
Ah. But those big blowout games are rewarded more sure. so than yeah. stability in this league, sadly. Yeah. And I think that's what people need to steer that's away from when they're drafting. Because and Brian's Cam Newton's right. pretty, you know, you know, he shows you that, you know, this is not going to be a matchup for him, therefore he's going to struggle. It's not like it's a surprise when Cam Newton has an off day. It's very much based on, you know, who he's playing. So... It's also if Ashley's starting That's him. That's true. Absolutely. So we're going to actually just report that. <laughs> yeah. Well, last year. Last year, for sure. <laughs> I'm probably not taking him this year. But I, I do get what you're saying, though, Brandon, because I agree. If you've got a Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, you're starting them every single week. Period. There's not even, you're not even, that's not even look something you look at to change out unless it's a bye week. But if you've got that kind of next tier down... Which I would say, you know, like, like maybe a Cam Newton, even if he's in second tier, a Cam Newton or Colin Kaepernick or whatever, you know, pair it with a guy that's a bit more stable because then you really can look at those matchups. Because I think, was it, was it Cam Newton that basically, like, sucked at every home game or was it every away game? Oh, I can't remember. But, yeah. I can't remember. It was one of the I either. Mean, I remember Geno Smith, remember, it was literally uh, every other week. Yeah, yeah. every other week. So, it's, you know, pair it with your crazy. matchup. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, be emotional about your quarterbacks. Just make sure you have backup is really yeah. what we're saying. It's one. Mm-hmm. I mean, and clearly we don't have any emotions about it. <laughs> yeah. This has been a very. <laughs> no. I don't even know if we're going to get to sleepers. Just kidding. <laughs> but there are several quarterbacks, as we just discussed. I mean, three tiers of guys that you can draft for your first quarterback, basically, by the numbers of 2013. But who will be the sleepers of 2014 that you might be able to draft very late or pick up off the waiver wire that could save your fantasy football team? Well, I was saying Philip Rivers. So we've kind of covered it, but I just want to put some numbers out there just so that you know. So basically, his average da- draft p- 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 his average draft position, which is also the ADP, is 97. Okay, so that means if you're in a 10-team league, you can get him in the ninth round. Right. And that's insane. That's crazy town. He was the fifth highest scoring QB last year. He had a league high. He had the highest completion percentage out of everyone at 69.5%. He threw the fourth most yards, 4,478, and he had the fifth most touchdowns, 32. Keenan Allen is back, and this is only his second year. We forget Keenan Allen was a rookie. Yep. He's like insane. And then also Malcolm Floyd is back. Remember when he had that terrible, nasty neck injury? Yeah. yeah. He's fully cleared. He's Ugh. like totally great. But that was crazy. I'm so glad he's okay. Um, I'm into it. And, and Ryan Matthews, uh, Don't I hate go there. to say, Don't go but there. he's kind of back. Don't go there. It happened. Let's not get emotional about running backs yet, Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm holding it together. I'm holding it together. Um, Philip Rivers, to me, is a second-tier guy. So I, I picked a guy that's a little bit farther down there, Andy Dalton, which we have ranked 16th, which is a third- or fourth-tier guy, which is maybe Mr. Reliable if you ranked, you know, if you went ahead and drafted Kaepernick first. Maybe you wanted Andy Dalton to uh, come in and save your rear end for emotional picks. Alex Smith, I don't know. Um, but I, I think he's great. You know, he ended up last year in seventh. Uh, so 
he's not bad, people. He's really, really good. And if it wasn't for his 20 interceptions, I mean, he would have been probably fourth, maybe even higher. So I I love him. I think he's great. I think he's got people around him. He's got, you know, a little bit more support in the running backs. I just, I'm, I'm into some Dalton this year. I like my ginger. I'm on board for your second um, quarterback for sure. Yeah, I mean, again, he scored so much higher than some of these other guys. That shouldn't even be <laughs> a sleeper, but it sadly is because people just don't, you know, don't want to pick him up. But well, he has a new offense and they're going run first, right? But yeah, but that's just going to open. Know, that's just going to open him up more. He'll still throw. He'll right. still throw. He'll still throw. Well, yeah. I already talked about the fact you get Alex Smith. Super late. Probably even on the waiver <laughs> wire after the draft, quite honestly. Yeah. But <laughs> to be honest with I you. I ranked him high compared to other people, and I have him at 18. Yep. Right? It's all, I mean, literally. It's, yeah. Yeah. So, um, now they aren't sexy. Actually, they kind of are. But my picks are Ryan Fitzpatrick, the bearded wonder, and Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> <laughs> like that, like bearded. Yeah, love me some facial hair. Um, it's Patrick. I'm with you on Fitzy. I think he's gonna have a yeah. good year. I mean, are they fantasy starters? No. no, they clearly aren't. But you know, when you draft, you need to take a good hard look at bye weeks, particularly in the quarterback position, because if you do have a top tier guy, then you definitely need to make sure that when you draft your second guy, that you didn't just draft someone that has the same bye week as Aaron Rodgers, because you're obviously never gonna play this guy unless it's Aaron Rodgers bye week. So really look at those bye weeks and, you know, depending on who you have as a starter, both those guys are solid, viable options as good backups for that week, you know, and you could even get these guys probably on the waiver wire again and not even have to draft them, but keep them in mind because I, I, especially Fitzy, I think Fitzy's going to have a good year. I like it a lot. That's a sleeper because you don't even have to draft him. (laughs) That's right. You can pick him off the waiver wire. That's what sometimes wins you the fantasy football championships is, who you paid attention to on the waiver wire. So I'm with you, Ashley. Fitzy, let's go. Which quarterback ranked in the top 15 do you guys have reservations about? I know, for me, it's Mr. Brady. Scary. Scary. Steve Williams style. Uh, I know. Tom Brady showed last year that you are who you hang out with. And <laughs> uh, I'm just sorry to say, it's just like he's one of the best quarterbacks of all yeah. time. But when you don't have a receiver sure. and you don't have a tight end to throw to, your offensive line struggles, and, you know, it's just a mess altogether. People aren't running routes. Everybody's new or inexperienced or just too dumb to figure it out. It, Brady can't do anything <laughs> about it. So it's nice to see that he's human and in like a personal level but as a fantasy level it really does scare me it really scares me because Edelman and Gronkowski they might be in but they might be out really fast those guys are not consistently healthy at all they get injured all the time and Brady needs them to have a successful fantasy year so he really really scares me really but he has Amendola Oh right. my gosh! Right, right. Don't, don't right, <laughs> right. And as I said earlier, I like Cam Newton because he can run. Well, and we all know Peyton Manning can't do anything either. But Tom Brady ended 2013 with 18 yards. 
So you can't hope to God he's going to struggle out and, like, <laughs> run, you know, for another 15 yards. That is not no. Mr. Brady. So Not, not his strength. No. No. So I'm Which not is a weird because he looks agile, doesn't he? Like, you get that Peyton Manning can't run. Yeah, okay. you don't look at Peyton. Peyton you don't look, look at Peyton like an and think he could beat me in a forty-yard dash. You look at Brady and he looks athletic. He does. He does. But that's—he's chosen not to be that kind of quarterback, which is great because it has worked for him in the past. But he's getting older. Yeah. You know, they drafted another quarterback. Not saying that he's not going to be playing. It's just that you know, I feel like he kind of is okay on his way out, and he's kind of—I don't think he loves the people he's surrounded by, and he's just kind of like okay. Put your hand on the white flag. But I love flag. that you can get him so late. So late. You can now draft him as a backup. I mean, Absolutely. if you would have said that a year ago, people would say you were crazy. But now, I mean, he's kind of <laughs> like a heavenly backup. Yeah, yeah. I almost want to draft him now because I can get him whenever I want. And see, I, I would be scared for him to be my backup quarterback. That's how I feel from last year. So... I'd have to see some stuff going mm. on with his receivers before I get excited about Mr. Brady. I just had the most brilliant idea. And by brilliant, it's terrible. <laughs> I kind of want to join a draft. I'm not going to say which one. And only pick up players that people make asinine comments about, like Amendola and <laughs> Matt Ryan and Colin Kaepernick. And I want my whole team to be these players that have potential <laughs> and see how I do. Wouldn't that be fun to see how it actually turns out? <laughs> you should. You know? That's a good time. You have a diabetes. I'm going to have mind. like uh, Amendola and Percy Harvin as my wide receivers and just, you know, oh, no. kind of hope that that migraine doesn't happen and maybe Matt Ryan that's is my running back. Sorry, Ryan Matthews is my running back. I was going to say, you know, that is... means you have to pick Ryan Matthews. This is exactly of what course. I was going to say. Of course. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And Michael Vick. You're going to have a lot of quarterbacks, Michael, really. Michael Vick could be my backup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My backup to, you know, Colin Kaepernick. Yep. And then uh, tight end would obviously be Gronkowski because he's only going to play half the season. Right. Although he has enough upside to make it worth it. So maybe I should pick somebody else. Mm. Kicker would be uh, Garrett Hartley. Mm. <laughs> He's not even on a team anymore, will you, right? Will you draft? But he always Streeter gets picked up. And then ki- Do what? Draft Rod Streeter for me. Oh yeah, that's a good I one. I love him. Yeah, there's so, there's so many. I think it'd be really funny. I might do it. All right, anyway. Ashley. Who are you? Who are you <laughs> afraid to draft in the top fifteen? Uh, Brandon's not gonna like it. Um, Matt, I never do. Matt Ryan. <laughs> Okay, here's, here's the thing, though. Um, I do believe that he's going to bounce back this year, you know, and he will act because he actually has some players around him to throw to. And more importantly, he's got an offensive line that's been beefed up a bit, you know, in the yeah. offseason. That's like literally the most important thing is they actually were like, hey, we need an offensive line. So that will be helpful. It was really painful to watch last season, you know, yet he did still come in the 15th best quarterback for the year with 26 touchdowns, which is the same as Wilson and five more than Kaepernick and over 450,000 passing yards, you know, (laughs) you know, so he slash you should be fine, but it's hard to wash away (laughs) the memories of last year, you know, so those stats are great for a backup. I just don't know if you want to draft him as a starter. I don't know. I'm nervous. I'm nervous about him. That's, that's I may feel better once we're a little bit deeper into training camp. And I know that Julio's run his routes and Roddy's back. And I'd like to see Steven Jackson, right. you know, step on the field and do anything. That'd be nice. 
Well, and he doesn't have Tony Gonzalez anymore. Yeah. Which is sad. That is sad. Um, yeah, well... But his numbers were still note. decent for having no one to throw to. You know, like... Yeah, not yeah. for not I'm having assuming. a team. Well, seeing how Atlanta ranked like 30th in every other category, I'd say that... <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, he did a great job. It was rough. <laughs> it was rough. Ryan. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Way to really put in some effort. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for me, it's it's. I'm, I, we are not the pick on running quarterbacks podcast, but I, <laughs> I was just thinking we really don't hate Colin Kaepernick as a real person to name this no, podcast. No, 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 not at all, not at all. Um, but the problem, and I'm going to say that some of the people I'm nervous about are Russell Wilson and Colin Kaepernick because they're both better than than you thought they were last year if you played with them. Um, because, you know, fantasy football really does reward the rushing quarterbacks. You know, that's six points for a touchdown instead of four. And also just the rushing yards. I mean, Russell Wilson just racked up yards. And that counts. Um, but they're both just kind of boomer bust. I mean, yes, you know, Russell Wilson scored over 20 fantasy points in six games. But he also scored under 12 in five. Right. You know, and then with Kaepernick, it's the same thing. He scored over 20.7 times and then under 12 four times. But of those, three of those times were under six points. (laughs) You're not going to win a game. (laughs) Yeah. If four times your quarterback gets six or less points. So that's what makes me nervous. I think they're both fantastic football players. But when it comes to fantasy, I think this is also about knowing your disposition, right? Can you handle that? Or would you rather know that a guy is always going to get between 12 and 18 points? He may never never get over 20, or that might be rare, but at least you know like 12 is the bottom of the barrel, not three. Three. Or, like you said, take Colin Kaepernick, but have a backup for games where you know he's going up against a tough defense that's going to shut his run down. Right. And to be fair, to be very fair, um, they're in a very tough division with defenses. I mean, do I want to play Arizona, Seattle, and San Francisco or St. Louis six times? Right. No. I mean, that's something to think about as a fantasy owner because we're not saying, and, and to make it clear, we're not saying that they're bad players, but I'm saying that I don't know if I ever want to start Colin Kaepernick versus the Seattle Seahawks. Right. And that's twice a year. Or Arizona. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I bumped St. Louis up too this week in our rankings because, yeah, they, all four of them have amazing defenses, and it's hard to pick any players from any of those teams that you know they're going to be going against those guys all the time. So it, it's true. It's a good point. And that's why, for me, they're, like, third tier. It's not them. It's the defenses they play against. And it's a little bit really thumb. seem to have an effect. It's a little bit them, too. <laughs> <laughs> but also, when you're on a team that has a strong defense, it's the same thing with Cam Newton. You can rely on the run and not do as much offensively, right? You don't have to be Denver scoring 50 points because we couldn't stop anyone from, like, running with their grandma through the end zone, okay? Like... We had to score yeah. points. They don't have to score points. So it's like, well, just keep yourself safe, healthy. Let's get to the playoffs and then win a Super Bowl. Seems to work. So Seems to work. Just True. not on my fantasy team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I think the moral of this show is, is that there's a top tier of Peyton Manning 
Drew Brees, and Aaron Rodgers. And if you don't get them, wait it out. Wait it out, people. Wait it out. Don't feel the pressure. Just wait it out. And then get the next tier, which is the Andrew Luck, Matt Stafford, Matt Ryan, Nick Foles. Cam Newton. Cheers. Or draft. (laughs) RG3, Cam Newton, and Colin Kaepernick, and just really play roulette all season. Just all season. All season. Roll it. it. Hey, Romo's out there too, people. We haven't mentioned him all show. Yes, Romo. He is surrounded to death. He's alive. He's alive and well, not injured. I know we haven't talked about him. None of, Romo I think has if his I miss tier. out on those top tier guys, I think I'm targeting Romo. There we go, Ashley. Who are you targeting if you miss out the top tier? Uh, Nick Foles. There we go. You said he is second tier, He's right? T- well, he. I'm, I meant the top two, but yeah. I, of course, I'll target Foles. I love him. I like my emotional I, I quarterback. I would have a problem. I'm with Philip Rivers or Cam Newton. Hey. <laughs> I hope you get them both. I, I'm going to try I, I them. I do, too. Why not? Why not? I'm a very emotional person, so it's only appropriate that we cry together on Sundays. But you're only emotional with your quarterback <sighs> picks. Absolutely. Everything else, I'm pretty. Mm. Say yeah. lovey. <laughs> well, and Greg Olson. And Greg Olson. I do love me some Greg Olson. Mm-hmm. Although, Jordan Cameron so is sneaking back into my vision. He's well, very handsome. I know. I know. So handsome. I know. I didn't realize how good looking he was, but what? Are you serious? I know. I didn't see it, and then all of a sudden, I saw an interview, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa!" What hey. do you think Ashley was talking about all last season? Well, you know, I mean, he's a good player, <laughs> sure, but hello, Cameron. Standards. Hello, yeah, yeah. Jordan. It's gorgeous. Yeah, no, he really is very good looking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always just have my eyes for Calvin. I just can't get past him. But I got past him. <laughs> We've moved on. Uh, but anyways, and we didn't talk about Lux Beard once through the quarterback show. So now I have to bring it up at the end because a show is not a show unless we talk about Lux Beard. So there it is. It's no, fit, it's no Fitzy Beard. It's no Fitzy sure. Beard. We're going to have a beard off by the mid-season beard in, off. in November. In no-shave November or whatever it's called. November or whatever. We'll do a beard I contest. want Andrew Luck to be on this show, and we're going to be like, yes, yes, yes. You're an amazing quarterback. Yada, 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 yada. Can you explain to me why <laughs> you've chosen who, who to do purchased the hat at the Pro Bowl? Okay? It's, who, who purchased okay. it? Because that's really who we need to be talking to. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What does this expression, <laughs> and just hold up a picture, mean? <laughs> like, oh. But he doesn't care. That's the best oh, he part. Does. He, he doesn't that's why he's care. Awesome. That's why he's, he's Yeah, he's like, that's why he wins. It's on purpose. And that's why we can talk about it. It's on purpose. That's not a mistake. It's not like he's accidentally doing this. Right. He's, he's probably like, like yeah. my neck gets cold. Right. Right, right. It's Why like, wouldn't I, wouldn't I have a for... neck beard? It's very logical. Yeah, I get it. I don't want my Boom. scalp to get burned. I'm going to wear this ridiculous hat. <laughs> it's white. Oh, it's too good. It's too good. Well, we're going to have to end the show there, ladies. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Next show will be covering running backs. Make sure to subscribe to HerFantasyFootball.com and on iTunes. Until next week. No more faking it. <laughs>